0: you're listening to Whoa! Oh. Hot luck! Hot luck! bow
1: I don't know what this song is, Steve Yeah, what? <laughs> what? No!
0: I'm sound sorry. peaking,
1: sound peaking
0: That was a terrible rendition of uh, the, the One of the many su- variations of the sad soundtracks for Secret Garden mm, Thank you for sitting through that um, And to everyone else, welcome back to the Korean drama podcast.
1: Welcome back. Welcome.
0: And episode 17. What a, lots of tears.
1: Oh my gosh. I really thought, I was like, how much tear stick do you think they went through on this episode?
0: Tear stick? What the hell is that?
1: Tear stick is like, it's like a, it looks like a, a chapstick or a lipstick and it has something in it that makes your eyes water. And it's like a theater. Like I, I, know about it from theater. Theater. What? Um, but you put it on your on, like the inside of your bottom eyelid, and it makes your it makes you cry. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know
0: that existed.
1: Yeah. What yeah. What
0: the fuck? Can you tell if somebody's using tear stick or if they're actually using technique to to draw upon emotional reality in a sad scene?
1: I really thought that they were using a lot of tear stick in this just because, like, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's, like, skin was getting blotchy. Nobody's, like, like, nobody's skin was getting inflamed from crying. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody still looked extremely, like, pulled together smooth skin sm- like no blotchiness no like i mean i'm just gonna speak for myself but when i cry it is a, a absolute nightmare to look at
2: oh that was a point i had later when she like washes her face and comes out and she's like i wasn't crying i was like oh yeah you would- uh, you uh, would okay
1: no. uh yeah. okay
2: if i, I cry you can like- still
1: tell the next day <laughs> yeah. yeah she did
0: look pretty fresh <laughs>
1: <laughs> truly <laughs> oh my gosh so sound off in the comments mm. Mm. Uh, i guess we don't have a comments but uh text steve and you can let mm-hmm. him know if you think they were using tear stick or not
0: damn my i'm kind of sha- shaken right now i didn't know that kind of a thing existed
2: yeah tear stick oh yeah
0: i thought you had to tap into your own like traumatic childhood and uh really dig and dig up those old memories that you try to suppress
1: that's as the thing te- as an actor That's the technique that I learned in college. We had to write down like all of the emotions and then like where you feel it in your body and like what's an event that you can call to mind very quickly so that you can like get yourself to cry on cue or get really mad Mm -hmm. or whatever.
0: Yeah, how do you re traumatize yourself? <laughs> it's healthy, it's <laughs> not
2: very healthy, but
1: it's not very healthy. Yeah, I
0: can't well, that's where the
1: tear it. stick comes in, yeah. and I'm sure that's really unhealthy for. God
2: damn, other I wish I knew about that. <laughs> Shit. But it's good that they have it because, uh, boy, do they cry quite a bit. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Especially Grunge Princess. Ooh. Because mm-hmm. at the beginning of this episode is when Grunge Princess realizes that her father died saving. Richie Rich's life. Italy mom has come to tell her that. Uh, and also, I don't know if this was in the last episode, but Italy like negs her dad's heroic uh, moment by saying something like he saved many lives. So this isn't special, <laughs> which is like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All okay, right. so I that uh, I want to, uh, because at the end of the last recording, I mm-hmm. shared with everybody my extremely disturbing um, idea about uh, yes. what I think is going on, which is possibly that Richie and Grunge are related. I don't genuinely think that's true, um, but it's mm. just, you know, something to throw out there. But I had another thought when Edely Mom said that, Kathy, um, that... Uh, possibly, she is a former partner of of Grunge's dad. So, like, maybe, maybe you know, Grunge isn't her daughter per se, but maybe like, mm. you know, when they were younger, Grunge's dad and Edely mom were together.
2: If they mm. did, if they were together, I would imagine they had a very similar drama to what is playing out now because he was probably quite poor and she was qu- probably quite rich. Right, I agree.
0: Hmm. But the rea- I guess the way the story plays out though is that, eh. Uh, grunge's dad just happened to save richie's life yes Yes. Yeah. That's, that's all and so she p- pays at least that much respect on an annual basis mm-hmm. which somehow somehow they she's never crossed paths with grunge ever before
2: very odd yeah
0: okay fine
2: yeah we'll let that slide um <laughs> we have to let some stuff slide because otherwise
1: we would get nowhere yes
2: but italy once again tells grunge princess she must break up with richie and she will give italy will give uh grunge princess all the money in the world grunge princess doesn't really answer but she's like sobbing quite a bit at the door as italy leaves um meanwhile richie rich goes to the action school and i don't know if you Guys caught this conversation, but Sunday is talking to some other people, and one of them says his nickname is Rock Pockets. Yeah. That I that heard so that. Funny? I was like, Where you need to be in this drama more, sir. Please come back. Rock Pockets.
0: Rock Pockets? Oh, wait, yeah. wait, 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 Oh, they, they kind of introduced that scene with that yeah. Right? One of the
1: yeah. other action school uh t- trainees or members, I suppose.
0: <laughs> I totally missed that. Rock. Was that supposed I to be a joke about it. like, like how he has no money or something, or like?
2: Well, he said something. That's w- because director Eam aka Hadi, likes him so much. Be- I think it was meant to imply that he does something well. I don't know what rock it is. pockets.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna rock start. Rockets. I'm gonna start saying that to people. Mm.
2: Uh, rock pockets. It's rock pockets. Mm-hmm. I mean, the real point of the scene was that Richie realizes Grunge Princess lied about having to leave their date to go film. But really, what I loved about it is Rock Pockets. It was very funny. Damn, I yeah. gotta revisit that. <laughs> it's like a throwaway line um, that no one cares about except Kim and I. But. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: I would love to uh, see a spinoff that's just everybody else at the action <laughs> school. Like, what do mm. Sun Bay, whose, na- whose actual name I don't know, uh, what do Sun Bay and all of those other guys do? Like, what do they do? Like, I think yeah. it would be such a funny show. Yeah. How, how do does he lead you? the
0: next generation of stunt recruits? Yeah. Like, he's, he's the new director now. Right? And I
1: have a question about that, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. So I'm going to save mm. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, we, we could. No. We could. We could. We're uh,
1: close. No. We could, you
0: know. That would be right.
1: that would be too much. Maybe I'll just forget about it.
2: I don't know.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> well, meanwhile, the roommate A ah Young comforts Grunge Princess uh when they hear a knock at the door, it's Richie Rich. So this is the moment when Grunge Princess is like, let me just wash my face so he doesn't know I'm crying and I call bullshit. I agree. Um, yeah. Tear but stick, tear stick all the way. Yeah, mm. it's just like really, was- like, don't your guys' faces
1: swell up when you cry? Yes, especially when you're and crying like the way that she's crying, or she's like really
2: like, yeah, crying. I First devastated. of all, my bo gets crazy when I cry. It like I don't know what happens, but it like activates, wow. and then my eyes squint up. Like you, I like my eyelids swell, so like I get yeah. really see the of my. It's bad. Anyway, what I'm saying <laughs> is like a quick dash of water would not absolutely not oh um, yes but richie rich has this brilliant idea he sends scrunch princess off on an errand to get fruit this was, so he can get sorry i have to go oh one. no please
1: i just found no, this no, no, to no, be please. so
2: funny that was like
1: wow you should have uh you should have offered me tea oh i'm so sorry like here have some tea uh or would you like any tea and then he was like actually, do you have coffee? And she was like, yeah, we do have coffee. He's like, actually, do you have fruit? And she's like, no, we don't have fruit. And he was like, I'll have some fruit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a schemer. He knows what he's doing. It's
1: clever. Mm-hmm. I like the yeah. I like the directness, but in the same way that he was direct, but he wasted everybody's time first. Yes.
0: <laughs> he could have just been like, hey, can we have a moment to talk? Yeah.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, God
2: so Richie sent. so there's no fruit in the apartment so Grunge Princess has to go buy fruit at the market um and Richie gets the tea from the roommate who oh, I don't I have it in my notes I don't think she tells him anything though right she like sticks true to Grunge Princess
0: yeah she tries to uh I believe Young is trying to just cover for Grunge Princess and and right
2: <laughs> good uh yeah because, good
1: Aiyong uh cause, yeah cause Richie was like he asked her if if Grunge was lying, and Ayoung. Ah oh yeah, and Ayoung ah was like, "Uh, mm-hmm. it was the anniversary of her dad's death,
2: which is true." Yes, yeah, that is true.
0: But Richie still sniffs out the lie that um, there's more going on than just that.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So he goes down to the fruit stall where Grunge Princess is fully just sobbing over. A peach, and I just Touch, touching
0: all the fruits. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah With I was snotty like, fingers.
2: I was like, this is not a
1: coronavirus friendly scene. No. Like, we can't no, definitely eat. not. We have tears and snot on the fruit, and it's just like, just I was going. getting
0: worried for the fruits. I was mm. like, damn, this is contaminated. You got to wash this shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know Richie sees her and like confronts her over her sobbing and she lies about why she's crying she says it's because it's um the price of fruit is expensive which e- it, they are in at least in Japan I don't know about Korea but fruit in Japan expensive is
0: expensive too yeah
2: expensive mm-hmm. um and then he calls her ugly again he says she looks oh ugly when God. she cries which is like dude give it a fucking rest man yeah
0: Th- this does <sighs> Okay, he also yells at her, like, he was like, why are you crying? Like, what did you do so well that you deserve to cry? Like, my parents used that on me, actually, quite a bit when I was young.
1: Wow. It's, and I was so
0: confused about that. Like, what do you mean? And it's kind of like, a, I don't know. In my mind, it's like a weird Korean kind of negative kind of um weird reversal uh, shaming where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, they're kind of like, Trying to be angry at you for being weak, so buck up. Oh,
1: that's interesting. And
0: just like pull yourself together, you know, like like stop pitting yourself. It's kind of like yelling at somebody to stop pitting themselves or something Mm. like that. It's a Mm. weird kind of energy. It's like kind of traumatic too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I guess I kind of see it from the vantage point of a parent, but like not from my partner. Like that is kind of a harsh tone to take. Mm-hmm. agreed but i mean <laughs> what's new he's always harsh um but he does do something nice at the end which he gives her his scarf and gloves to like because mm. she's like cold She's crying in the freaking snow um and says he's going to his mom to figure this all out but sorry richie rich the mom is avoiding him the servant lies to richie rich says she's out of town which he knows she's not um and Richie announces he'll do however he pleases since she's ignoring her oh she she's ignoring Richie Rich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh I,
0: I do love how just as soon as he leaves here comes mom from the stairwell.
2: <laughs> yeah. She yeah. was like fully visible. <laughs> and she, but, was, uh, she was she was there
0: the whole time.
1: And she was proud of him that he cuz he was like he was like yeah, I'm going to do whatever I want and also like uh, it's more effective if she's hearing this, like implying that he knew that she was maybe hiding around the corner, which she was, and then she was proud of him that uh, she had raised him to to be skeptical yeah. of
0: people's mm.
2: whereabouts. Yeah,
0: you see where he gets it from.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on another part of in another part of Korea, John Mayer and Blazers are are meeting up. Blazer's Let's Drop that Bernie's leaving Korea, which we knew from a while ago. Um, and gosh, okay, I'm so sorry. My notes get so confusing here. She wants to talk about them. John oh. Mayer is very
1: happy. Yes. I-, I wrote down a very odd well, a very quote. Scene. Um Yeah, because it seemed like that uh it seemed like Blazers was was finally gave John Mayer permission to uh like be to like cling on basically. She said to mm-hmm. or no, I'm sorry. Uh John Mayer said to Blazers, "Can I be your towel for the rest of my life?" That's what the <gasps> translation yes. was. What is that? Yes.
0: Um I think he's just saying like let me just Hold on to you, and and try to like, I don't know, be used by you if if you will let me.
2: Oh, like a hand towel. Oh, like a hand towel. Hands on me. I don't know.
0: Basically, signifying that Oscar's really willing to just like lower himself and chase after uh, Blazers.
1: And she's finally like, okay, I see what you're doing, and I'm going to not going to let you like into my life really, but I'm going to let you follow me. (laughs)
0: It's so bizarre because at first she's it seems like she's still upset. She's taking that tone and demeanor with uh, John Mayer, and then you know John Mayer starts the whole begging routine, like "I'll do anything, just
2: please." Yeah, and
0: she's like, then the smile creeps up on her face, like, "Yeah, that's what I want." You
2: know, and then I mean, uh, I guess it's moving forward.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (sighs) And I one step
0: forward, two steps back.
1: I recognized a word in this scene. Uh, I don't remember where I learned it from, but John Mayer said a lot. He said, Jinja? Jinja? And I was like, Jin-ja? Oh, Jin-ja? I know that one. Yeah, What yeah. is it? I don't know it. It means like, really?
2: Right? Oh. Jin-ja? Yeah. Jin-ja. Jin-ja?
0: Jin-ja. Jin-ja? When you say it like that, it's like, really? But then you can also be like, a 이거," Like, this is real. Like, oh, if I oh. hold up like a fake, let's say you think I have a fake Louis Vuitton. A wallet which many people do I do do. I do think that about you And I'm like no (laughs) Wait say it
1: slower Say it slower
2: This is real You see the way you're saying it though Confirms that it's not real to me Because you're too defensive So I do think your Leviton wallet is fake And just for the
1: listeners Steve is holding up a piece of paper right now That has an LV drawn on it Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) 진짜? 아니. 아니요.
0: Oh man. All right, and yeah, then drama here. What's funny that, is like the, that's these the Korean certain I know. things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are the catchphrases that people pick up on, and then as a Korean, it's like, especially when non-Koreans like, "Hey, I know some Korean," and like, and then they just spout off whatever the catchphrases mm-hmm. they they learn from these like ridiculous Korean dramas. 진짜. <laughs> <laughs> um, Exactly. I'm like, all right, yeah, amazing.
2: I mean, that's me. That's how
1: much Korean I know. I'm simply a fan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're cool because you're studying. You know, you're. I'm a fan.
1: I'm just simply a fan.
0: Better than
2: an anti fan.
1: Oh my gosh, it is better than an anti fan.
2: But nothing
0: beats being a self anti fan.
1: Mm. Oh my gosh.
0: Which is what John Mayer. I'm my
1: own anti fan. I love that. Yeah. Oh, Steve, I had, a que- I had a question. Um, as we as we speak about um, I um, I'm uh as we speak about how I'm trying to learn about Korean things, something that I've noticed, and they do this in the scene um with Hante Tae Sun, which it, it took me a minute mm-hmm. to realize right. that that's Bernie um or to remember um, but yes. when they in conversation when they're referring to somebody, they refer to them by their full name. Instead of like, if I was talking to Kathy about you, I would just call you Steve. I wouldn't call you Steve Lim,
2: which we don't right. do. We don't call each other and talk about you and your fake Louis Vuitton wallet. We would never do that. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! Oh my gosh! No, we wouldn't. Yeah, no, we wouldn't we would not do that. <laughs> uh, ooh, anyway, ooh, um, but I noticed. Yeah,
0: I mean that that is uh, indicating that um, that there's not a familiarity or closeness. Between like who's like maybe the person Mm. listening or talking, if they were friends, then they would just go address them by their like first names, perhaps. Um, Or it could also change. This is where Koreans freaking it gets (sighs) challenging when there's different status levels too, right? You know, same with Japanese too, is right? Like like hierarchy and status it plays a big part in what kind of words you choose to say, you know, and how you. Address somebody or talk about somebody. So with with a uh, with Bernie Han Taesun, um it's not like John Mayer can be like, "Oh, he's my buddy," and call him just Teson. Um, uh, he's not. He acknowledges that him him saying his full name is a implied understanding that uh, he's still kind of a stranger, more or less, even though they've yelled at each other and been through all sorts of stuff together. So
2: much, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so much yelling. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That makes sense. So, yeah, that, that makes mm. sense also because um, Hottie refers to Richie as Kim Joon.
0: Kim Joon, mm. yeah.
1: And that yeah. makes sense because this. Yeah, they're yeah. not buddies.
0: They're not friends. Yeah. So I'll just call them by those formal names. So if some. kind of like implying distance.
1: So if I think I'm friends with somebody and they refer to me as my full name, then I'll know that that person, they don't they're think not we're your friends. friends. Mm. And I, nope, nope. you know, I'd be offended. Not as yeah, close as you, you thought be. they were. I'd be mm-hmm. offended. Yeah, you should be great. Great, I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Now <laughs> I can like, know Utah! that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm your See, real friend.
1: Steve, put your wallet away. It's definitely not
0: even a, it's, Why even get it if you're not going to show it off? That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess that's
2: true. How much did you pay for this piece of paper, Steve?
0: I got it on sale. Okay, that's all you need to
2: know. <laughs> I think paying any amount is too much, Steve. It's a piece of paper. I go. That's,
1: That's another Korean I know.
0: Value is all in the eye of the beholder.
1: I mean you you have and me there. Yeah, good for you. You know, yeah. because you value that piece of paper more than Richie values
2: grunge, his yes. actual
1: human girlfriend.
2: Yes. Which, speaking of value, not quite of Richie, but Bernie, who has a very high value for himself, is taking a boat out of Korea, but John Mayer stops him at, <laughs> what is that, the harbor? It's not like, it looks like an airport, but it's, I guess, where boats take off. I don't know. <laughs> where boats take
0: off. <laughs> <laughs> whatever those things do. Yeah,
2: whatever, we're, whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but John Mayer brings up the contract again because he wants Bernie to sign a contract with him. Right. But he clarifies that under this contract, Bernie will be the mentor to John Mayer. So he would have the power in the relationship. Um. And then Bernie is still like not really into it. And then he freaking picks up Bernie, throws him a- over his shoulder and carries him out of... <sighs> the boat airport <laughs> and no one does anything about <laughs> no one does anything and
1: also right before this um john mayer calls out bernie and is like i know that there's a song on your zoom that's for me because it's called oska yeah and bernie's like oh uh, what uh, uh uh
2: and then over the shoulder he goes and then
1: over the shoulder he goes and then everybody's just like oh no oh
0: i mean they're just assuming these guys are just like good friends or something.
2: Yeah, I I just, I mean, you see an adult over another adult's <laughs> yeah. shoulder, I feel like you got a question.
1: You gotta, you gotta do a little bit of research.
2: Yeah.
0: But. Man. I think what happens in Korea is when they see people, like, fighting in public, which happens quite often, uh, unfortunately, embarrassingly, um, you'll generally see people just kind of like standing around, maybe watching the show and the attitude is generally like these two, let them figure it out amongst them too. You know?
2: Mm. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of figuring it out between two, maybe three, maybe four of us, because we got to figure out this hottie.
1: (laughs) We have to figure (laughs) it out. No, we
2: must figure him out. We must
1: figure him out. I was so pleased because I know that from 2010, Hottie was listening to this podcast and he heard me in our last episode say my one criticism I've ever had of Hottie, which is that I think he was overusing the wave tool last episode. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, he really got the memo. just a really like soft bend in his hair. Mm Really lovely. It's really
2: yeah. It's very like I. I'm not trying too hard, right? Very gentle. Mm -hmm.
0: I I didn't even know. I just couldn't get my eyes off the fact that he looked like Nick Fury, uh, with Mm. his black turtleneck and leather long leather trench coat jacket.
2: It's a good look. I don't know who Mm -hmm. Nick Fury is. From uh, I don't know, but it's a good look. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Like the Marvel movies, like the Avengers.
1: I think I seen S- an S- Avengers movie. Yeah, I've Samuel L him plays
0: one. him like with the iPad. Oh, you know? okay, okay, okay. That's kind of like his trademark look. Got it, like, got it, got it, got yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I think I only saw one Avengers. I don't remember who's in that one. I'm yeah, thinking fantastic, of Fantastic. I'm thinking of Fantastic Four for some reason. <laughs> they haven't done that for a while, have they?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> you know I don't,
0: I'm, so? I'm not the expert on that either.
1: No. Okay. Um. Well.
2: Well, how do you... ryan jackson calls hottie which thank goodness ryan jackson is back in this drama i really needed him uh Mm. but he is calling to say congratulations to grunge princess for getting the role hottie is very confused they do that exposition where they re-explain how ryan johnson saw uh grunge princess and you're like cool we already saw it but thank you (laughs) (laughs) thanks for
0: (laughs) explaining that one
2: yeah and then Hottie and Sunbei come down to give Grunge Princess the, me- uh, the message from the director. And then they go through that exposition again and explain how Richie Rich made it happen or whatever. Yeah. Like, thanks, got it. And then Sunbei says he might want to date Richie Rich, which I was like, <laughs> I was right. Sunbei is too it. invested. Sun Bay mm.
1: loves him. And he also yes. did some fantastic face acting. Just shout out to the actor that plays Sunbei. Again, I don't know what his character name actually is because as steve told us sunbay is the title but it doesn't matter um he just like is doing this incredible face acting where he looks so confused and i just really wanted to shout him out and mm. appreciation for his face
2: acting you yeah, know shout out to sunday shout out to mm. sunday i wonder mm. if
1: there's any
0: connection between whatever the rock pockets reference <gasps> was and and richie rich has like the money pockets or deep pockets Ooh,
2: yeah hmm, hmm. you know we'll never know because rock pockets is gonna disappear in the <laughs> secret garden universe we're never gonna see him again but it's funny mm-hmm. because
1: rock pockets gave himself a nickname whereas
2: mm-hmm. we've had to
1: do the job of giving nicknames to everybody else so mm-hmm. another shout out to rock pockets because you know mm-hmm. you really cut out the middleman there and i appreciate it thank uh, you yeah, Rock. Pocket.
0: i do too yeah
2: <laughs> an unsung hero
1: <laughs> an unsung Truly. hero that's right
2: yeah so while this is all happening, Gritchie Rich is touring this new interactive, like, pop music museum. When Secretary Kim runs in, collides with Park the Narc's Goonie, they have oh, like a very God. acty moment. It's I love it. Great. By the
0: way, it looks like the Goonie has now re- taken uh, Park the Narc's position. Oh. Because he, re- he referred to him as Director Choi.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't catch yeah. that.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. So, That's an
1: interesting. It's interesting that the Goonie didn't, fo- or I'm sorry, Director Troy didn't follow Park the Narc. Because, yeah, uh, just to mm. jump ahead for like just a quick split, split second. Um, split second. Later in, uh, later uh, when uh, Richie is talking to, uh, to chair, what's what his name? Not Chairman Kim. Sp- Secretary Se- Kim. Secretary Kim. Um, he's like, if I go, you go. Like, there, the, mm. if I get fired, you get fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because, yeah. <laughs> Secretary Kim's like, oh, I would put in my resignation, but he's like, if I get fired, you get fired. And it does seem like <laughs> that Park the Narc and Director Choi are have the same dynamic, but maybe they're more colleagues than they were like superior and assistant.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say. Um. But Secretary Kim hands Grunge, uh, Richie Rich his phone because Grunge Princess is calling, but she is around the corner. She's uh, she In lies. plain she says, view! And like she's not being quiet.
1: <laughs> I agree. But I she, wrote it
2: down too. Yeah, we can let some things go, but this one too much.
1: Physics? No way.
2: Uh, what is yeah. it called?
1: Uh, I can't think of the word. Acoustics? Acoustics, yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was going to say aeronautics. But that was... Well,
0: I was about to say, I'm not inside that little star, whatever that uh, exhibition thing is. Mm -hmm. It looks like there's a lot of like angles and little fake cave things jutting out. I don't know. I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to just give, cut some slack for, for the writers at Secret Garden.
2: We cut them a lot of slack. We cut them so much slack. But in any case, we're to assume <laughs> that Richie Rich can't hear Grunge Princess, even though she's truly two feet away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but Grunge Princess, I think, called with the intention of breaking up with him. I don't know if you guys agree with that. She didn't say that, but that's like the vibe I got because she's yeah, crying so much, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then doesn't break up with him. She just tells him about Dark Blood. Um, and then when she's done with the conversation, she runs into Blazer's. Who sees her sobbing, and then Grunge Princess wants her to take them both to a museum. Like
0: all of a sudden, Blazers is very concerned.
2: Yes, yeah. yes, she wants to help. Um, she like gives a huge pep talk to Grunge Princess. That's like, I didn't give up Richie Rich so you could give up, you know, or whatever. Yeah, I didn't yield for
1: you to end up like this. Yeah, a really good, was... a
2: good line. Mm. Yeah, so I guess, I don't know, maybe Grunge Princess feels a little more motivated after that. Um, but while that's happening, Italy Mom discovers the whole private jet dark blood director fiasco and decides to switch things up from targeting Grunge Princess and calls all the mall shareholders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really looks like her house
1: manager is about to lose it like that. She looks like really upset. <laughs>
2: Yeah, she does not like this plan. And girl, neither do I. It's not very nice. Um, no. But Secretary can't... So Richie's, like, doing a test of his mall's employees. He's, like, doing a undercover shopper, but not undercover. <laughs> like, he defeats the purpose.
1: Oh, I thought they uh, were opening a new exhibit, or not exhibit, a new, like, section of the mall. Like a, like a kiosk uh, or
2: something. I thought he was trying to... You know when, like, Secret people go to the restaurants and then give reviews you know yeah to the, that's Super what i thought chopper. yeah i thought he was doing that but like in plain sight oh you know, i could be wrong
0: i thought he was just testing out everyone's like selling skill and ability or like their eye for fashion and then like the guy was like here try on this jacket and so he tries it on for like two seconds looks at the sleeves and he's like oh yeah i think i like it And that totally explains to me why, like 10 episodes ago, we see him wearing that blazer with on the back. It said, Rocksteady Dreams, Uh, whatever that horrendous (laughs) jacket was.
2: He doesn't look at the back. He doesn't look at the back.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. He didn't even look at the mirror at all.
0: Only he's looking
2: at the cuffs. Yes.
0: Now it all makes perfect sense.
2: So Secretary Kim again runs up because he just got the call that there is now a meeting of the shareholders to remove the CEO and that Richie Rich's mom called it. (sighs) This is a big uh, deal, I guess. I don't know. So while this is happening, Italy is back at her house with the most sparkly flip phone. I was like, that is a flip phone for a teenager. But all right. She has a star
1: sticker on the flip phone. Yeah,
0: I was confused for a second because I thought that was like I Young's phone or something. Like, yeah,
1: right. Yeah.
0: The mom's phone. That's like yeah. a teenage girl. You know, I was like, oh, man.
2: you Do not get that phone at Ann Taylor Loft. Absolutely no. not. Mm. <laughs> but Grunge Princess is there and she decides that she will not end the relationship and asks Italy mom for permission to like or for uh, what's it called? Like affirmation or whatever. And then Italy mom's like, no, 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 I got a scheme and puts Richie Rich on speakerphone so Mm -hmm. Grunge Princess can hear what's happening with the shareholder meeting. But Richie Rich says that he'll give it up. He'll give everything up for Grunge Princess, which I think is quite nice. Um, And then Oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, please.
1: I was just going to say, I thought it was. Nice, but odd, like I felt like. This whole scene felt like such a
2: uh, a turn. Yeah. Well, mm. I was just a little confused why grunge because after this grunge princess is like, "Yes, I'll break up with him. I'm so sorry," or whatever. And I was like, "I don't understand why you're so upset about this." He just said he's going to give up everything for you, so you're chill, right? Like
0: a lot of questions. It it doesn't feel like it makes emotional sense. Uh. To me, because it's like Grunge was always ready to be like, look, we're not right for each other. You annoy me, um, so forget it. And then we're somehow made to believe like a couple episodes ago that she does actually like him, even though I don't think I was convinced. No. Uh, It just kind of came out of thin air. It felt like a a little forced to me. And then now she's like breaking down, sobbing, um...
1: She says she loves him. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm like, what? That much? And if, like, when did this happen? You know?
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a real turn for Grunge and Richie both that they are um, willing to put so much on the line for each other. Um, when it seemed like they were pretty, like at least Grunge was like pretty, like not that into it before. And then yeah. it also seems like such a turn in this episode for Italy and Taylor Loftum because at the end of the last episode she was so uh had so much respect for Grunge knowing that Grunge's father is the person who saved Richie. And now all of a sudden she's back to her old ways and she's like, "You know what? Fuck it, I don't actually care. Like if you're not going to take the money, then I don't have any" emotional investment in the situation which feels like shallow <laughs> writing to me cuz yeah. like but it's, yeah we saw we saw so much humanity out of her when we saw her valuing her her son's life and and having so much respect and yeah
0: yeah and now she's like i'll just hurt my own son to get what i want yeah what happened to the whole elevating your 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 son ab- above your own selfishness what happened to all that you know, so it's a little bit, this whole scene was kind of like, it didn't really fit, I felt like. It just kind of
2: yeah, didn't Very make convenient. too much
0: sense. Hmm. Yeah. Plus, it, plus, Richie had already talked about with grunge, I'm pretty sure, that, like, he was willing to let go of all of this, the, the lavishness of his current life to be with her. So, like, why is she so devastated?
2: Yeah, I'm like I mean it's just so crazy to me because it just I don't understand why she's so upset I don't understand why she yeah. gives in to saying she'll break up with him and so tearfully at that but it I was, mean
0: it, it seems like they were trying to say or that the writers are trying to make us believe that uh uh grunge is like well is what ready to sacrifice her relationship with Richie uh because grunge is so afraid of Richie losing his wealth and his job
2: mm-hmm Yeah, it's hard to believe. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It just doesn't. The
1: stakes don't match the. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I. I. It felt almost like they're like put on extra tear stick. It's episode (laughs) seventeen. Like, come on.
1: (laughs) Listen, listen up everybody. Uh, Makeup bought all of this tear stick and we haven't yeah. used enough of it yet and we <laughs> goddamn it we're going to get our money's worth out of yeah. this damn yeah.
0: tear stick. We got a bulk pack. We got to use all of this.
2: <laughs> we can't return it. We can't return no. it.
0: This shit expires in a month. Yes. We got to finish this.
2: <laughs> so, later Grunge Princess is at Richie's house so she's decided she's going to break up with him and she's looking at the Alice in Wonderland book uh and John Mayer comes in, sees her, and like Grinch Princess has this weird like fan breakup with him. She's like, "I can't, we can't have our fan meetings anymore." All right. Mm. And what she refer- uh,
1: is she referring to like how she was training him, or like how sometimes they've gone out and had coffee together, or what?
2: I'm not. Yeah. Sure. Rock climbing
0: turned into, turned into coffee. <laughs> yeah. So, somehow, at some point. Yeah. Um. I mean, I think she's just saying. I can't see any of you guys because you're too close to Richie.
2: Yes. Yes. If I were to give extra mm-hmm. some
0: another foot of uh, slack to the writers. And yes. honestly
1: writers, we're down to our last like we can see the end of the rope quite frankly. <laughs>
2: yeah, you don't have much <laughs> slack left. Oh, uh, but here's a, I will say I was wrong about something because Richie shows up to Grunge Princess's apartment with flowers and he presents her with the cat pin. And I thought his intention was to market the cat pin to other people. But he was really just making it for her for her bag, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Grunge Princess picks a fight and then breaks up with him. You know, he kind of tries to deny it for a little bit. But then he also he gives in really fast to this in Mm -hmm. a way where it's like, you've never accepted her rejections before. Yeah. (laughs) Why now? Yeah. But we are to assume at the end of this that they are broken up, I think. I I was under
1: the impression that they were, like, taking a break or, like, having some space. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Again, to cut yet another square foot of slack Mm -hmm. to the writers, it's like, okay, let's just say that because Grunge Princess really touched upon, like, the key things that kind of uh, affect Richie Rich more, that he finally... Accepts it much more quickly than
2: a simple no. That's yes, that's a good point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then later, he like I guess a few days later, he comes back to her apartment, um, to Grunge Princess's apartment, and Grunge Princess tells Richie that her dad died for him, and that she only sees her dad when she sees Richie, um, and ultimately blames Richie for her dad's death. Uh, I mean, be- I I was I think we're not intended to. Believe that she believes that, um, but she's just trying to push him away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even when I you're
0: sabotaging, even when yes. you're
2: just trying to push somebody away,
1: like that's an extremely fucked up thing to say, especially yeah. when you know. And we saw it in the scene right before this too that like Richie had like half a fifth of whiskey and then went looking for some sort of pills. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't know if these are his medication that he uh, he takes for the claustrophobia or if this is something else. But then. In the very next scene, like she's she's putting extra trauma on his already existing yeah. trauma. It feels extremely unfair.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but I guess Richie gets the hint and he leaves. And then he requests a bunch of newspapers from um Secretary Kim. And he finds Scrunch Princess's dad's obituary, which like you can, you can search that online, my man. Um, <laughs> but I guess if that's your preferred way of research, fine. You could
1: use your weird phone and hit the internet button on it and, yeah. you know, pay $10 to look at it
2: on your phone. <laughs> Richie Rich has $10. He has $10 just there. <laughs> good point. Good point. I bet it costs more than $10 to accumulate all those newspapers.
1: Absolutely. Because than- <laughs> when, how long ago uh, was, this is like over five years ago right
2: yeah
0: well, well they they look like freshly printed newspapers by the way <laughs> like, so
1: he yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
2: i mean i mean it, i
0: guess that kind of fits the richie rich style of going above and beyond
2: yeah and once if I were again to cut yet
0: another half a foot of slack <laughs> writers,
2: writers we are doing our best for you but you gotta uh, you gotta meet us in the middle you know you gotta mm-hmm. meet us even just
1: like one eighth of the way you know would be <laughs> that would be fine Yes. And I just again want to shout out Secretary Kim. He's really going above and beyond as as an assistant. He's like, okay, sure, boss. You need these newspapers from a specific date five years ago. I'll call and I'll get them Mm -hmm. reprinted for you.
2: Yeah. yeah. Also, we we really dropped off the did Richie lose his job (laughs) like tangent because like we don't really revisit that at all but like my first thought (laughs) as like someone who is an assistant was like oh that's so nice that he's keeping secretary on like a month after they were fired (laughs) you know like that's (laughs) nice that he's like subsidizing (laughs) him yeah um but anyway grunge princess is at her dad's grave once again has a very sad moment where she apologizes for loving the man he died for um yeah which i mean I don't think that's something you should blame yourself for, Grunge. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm, Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, But the next Mm. day, Grunge Princess is getting ready for her first day on Dark Blood. Dark Blood. She's very excited. Dark Blood. And it shoots in Korea. I thought it was going to go international. Yeah. Why were they auditioning people in Hong Kong and Japan if they were going to shoot in Korea anyway? They should have, (laughs) like, I have a lot of logistics questions.
1: Again, writers.
2: (laughs) Yes. Oh man! So we also know that, or young says that she dreamed of Richie Rich and Grunge Princess drinking flower wine, which we know that her dreams sometimes have like magical powers. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it because they're not like future telling dreams, but like sometimes she dreams of Grunge Princess's dad, for example.
0: Oh yeah! Oh, what what yeah. was the fr- what happened a long time ago with the with that dream?
2: After they body switched, uh, young dreamed that. Grunge Princess's dad was looking over her and Richie, which he did in the little, like, pond thing. Right, because he's the a little... witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a witch in the woods. Yeah. Huh. So on set, they're on the Dark Blood set. Uh, Grunge Princess is doing a car chase scene, which he lives for the car chases. Uh, but Ryan, typical Western man, wants it faster. Faster. Um, <gasps> So she has to do the she has to do the stunt again.
1: Then, okay, and here's sorry, here's where I mm-hmm. want to interject about the thing that I didn't want to get ahead of myself about before. Because <laughs> uh-huh. Hadi introduces on set he's like, this is I Yim, and I'm director IM. And I was mm. like, is or is not Hadi the director of this damn stunt school? Because I thought that Sunbei was the oh, director yeah, of the damn right. stunt school now. <laughs> But like, yeah. is it just simply that Hottie was like, actually, I'm no longer going to be like the lead stunt person on sets like I'm going, you know, like is, is Sun Bay now the person that's taking over the more physical aspect of of leading everybody?
2: Well, I have a I have a thought about that. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I do. I think I, I might have an answer for you, but maybe not. But also, do they come as a pair? Like, what confused me is, like, do they... When you hire Rayim, do you, must you hire Hadi to be your stunt coordinator? Or, like, how does that work? Like, why does yeah. he get to come on set?
1: Well, it seemed like he was there to kind of also be her translator. But I agree that, oh. like, on the previous mm-hmm. sets, though, like, they roll deep. Like, they come with their whole crew, yeah. you know. They're like, oh, you want Raim to be the, the stunt double for uh, Chaeryn. Uh, then okay uh Sun Bay and rock pockets and everybody else
0: yeah, yeah, is yeah. going to shoot you got to feed up. all of us yeah, yeah
2: you
1: got to feed everybody which i yeah. appreciate it's, i like that they they stick together
2: yeah it is it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but on the um on the perimeter of the set you know like whoever security has set up uh cones and stuff to prevent traffic from coming in so they can shoot mm-hmm. their car chase scene these but poor a random PAs dude, doing
1: lockup—they
2: should be paid more, I'm sure. Um, a <laughs> <laughs> no union, <laughs> no union, no breaks.
0: Nope.
2: A random man drives up and is like, "I don't want to take another street or whatever." Breaks down the barricade and drives into set, t-bones Grunge Princess's car, which spins out. There is a lot of blood coming a out. A lot it is of
1: blood. Bad. And I have a grievance with this then when we are not gonna get ahead of ourselves. Today. I will have a grievance with it.
2: <laughs> well, Secretary Kim runs in to tell Richie Rich at work, and again, is just like maybe maybe Secretary Kim is just like in touch with his emotions because he is like screaming. He is mm-hmm. like really upset, which is very endearing to me once again. Um, but they go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Ai young is going crazy against Sunbae. It's like, girl, chill, like you're not helping the situation. Yeah. Um and then the we are we hear either the doctor VO or the dad VO. I'm not sure who it is, but we are to assume that she's brain dead from this. Or
0: Yeah, the doctor's VO said that she might be brain dead.
2: Mm. Yeah. And And oh sorry, please.
1: Oh, I was just going to say and then like when we see her though, there's not a scratch on her face after we I saw all of this that. damn blood. And like we even see Richie like cleaning her hands off, which I thought was very sweet. And there's no scratches on her hands. There's no bruising. And they do say that 15 days have passed. And I know that like, you know, a lot can change in, in 15 days. But I was like, we saw this damn blood.
2: <laughs> it was so what? bloody. What? It was so bloody. What? They had, listen, they. They blew all their money on tear sticks and the blood for that scene, and then they're like, Shit. "We don't have enough Damn money it. to do scars." Oh, so, like, gosh, yeah. yeah.
0: fuck! Can you imagine, like, yeah. the 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 onset, like, costume designer, like, fuck! I didn't plan for this. <laughs> I didn't budget for this. No one told me about this part of the story.
1: Oh my
2: gosh.
0: Oh man. Ugh. Very good point. She I, probably I got very yelled good at. Point. Poor girl. Uh, I mean, it's like here's the thing. Going back to the T Bone incident, it's like. The T-bone was passenger side as well. Yeah. The rear passenger side, yeah. not even the driver's side. Yeah. Um, and then it's just, uh, and then the car bounces into like a little snowbank. Kind of shocking how much blood came out of that a little, yeah. not that major of a car crash. Yeah. 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 But maybe to cut a quarter inch of oh. slack to the riders.
1: Oh, man. We don't have much slack left
0: was like an old 1999 like Kia like before Kia's cars were made better made out of like aluminum foil and so therefore it just cannot take an impact right like current cars <laughs> maybe or cars from way back when you know
1: yeah it, uh, i i did think about it ha- how the actual stunt went when they were filming the show secret garden And not filming like it like that. They were like, "Okay, like we're going to be filming this fake stunt. And then we also have to film a real stunt where we see a car get Mm -hmm. T-boned because I noticed too that the car gets hit at the rear or like towards the rear of the passenger side. And then, yeah, you see so much blood. And I was just like, maybe they I mean, they probably only had one take of that. So they were like, oh, yeah, take what we
0: this is the only car we have. we We can't use it. We blew all our
1: money on (laughs) on tear stick. We blew all our money on tear stick. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Another thing about this, that one scene I I have issue with is why did it have to be this dude in this minivan with this bright yellow hat (laughs) that I could have sworn said taxi on it? I, I rewound it and I was like, okay, it's not taxi. It says take on it, but the hat was so it just stood out to me so much. On top of the fact that why rely on this complete rando dude when you could have just been like, you know what, like in the car scene, stunts sometimes go wrong. And you could right. have just made it a more plausible scenario where the the, the the stunt just simply went wrong within their own stunt crew.
2: That's what I thought they were hinting at when Ryan Jackson kept being like, I want it faster. I want it faster. Yeah, so that's what that's I thought they were going for.
1: And that but would nope, make they sense. They
2: surprised us. That would make sense,
1: too, considering that the whole reason that Hottie was like, I don't want to be the, quote, director of the stunt school anymore is because I'm putting myself in danger and grunge. I think that you need to be putting yourself in less danger as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So then it would make sense with that foreshadowing if she had gotten. Yeah. Critically injured in a work related
2: incident. Because this is kind of like just a freak accident that could have happened to anyone. It doesn't really have anything to do with stunt school. Like some no. rando just T-boning you, like that can happen it, whenever.
1: Right. I mean, it probably I, like the, the impact of it probably was increased because she was driving so fast because she was, on. I mean, this is just speculation, but like yeah. because they were, they were going so fast and they thought they were on a closed course where everybody was a stunt driver. Um, I imagine that makes it worse somehow than if there's a collision.
0: You know what? R- kind of thinking about a little more I think this was a little bit of a statement, not a not a political statement, but kind of like a, a social statement, mm-hmm. so, social commentary on, um, I don't know how it is nowadays, it probably hasn't improved that much, maybe a little bit better, but uh, when it comes to traffic laws, um, there's a lot of Koreans who just don't give a shit, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of car accidents happen, people running red lights, people... Really, kind of like disregarding traffic rules mm. causing car accidents. Car accidents is a is a is a kind of a significant problem. I was in a car accident in Korea, mm. so I have to say this might be a real thing that the 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 writers are trying to like shake a finger at, like, hey, mm. assholes like this get people hurt,
2: yeah, and yeah. boy, is she hurt? Oh yeah. yeah, not 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 scratched or anything. no
0: mm-hmm. but. Yeah.
2: Rain dead for at least over two weeks i guess longer because um richie rich is taking notes in his notebook he notices rain is in the forecast um and then john mayer stops by his place to say that he remembered that grunge princess was there when he wait
0: continuity error i can't give slack to the writers Uh, on this one what happened john mayer says Oh, I saw Grunge Princess just a few days ago. This is
2: supposed to be 15 <gasps> oh, days ago, at you're least. Right. Oh, right. A few so days so ago. Oh,
1: right. You are so, no. so, so right.
2: This is where we end up. We this is where no we got the
0: line. No more slack. And down to the cardboard oh. core of the
2: role.
1: We don't have any more slack writers. I'm so sorry. No, no, and no. That was
2: it. You lost it. You lost it. That's, I, lo- I ran out. Yeah. That's
1: really big. That's a big thing. I didn't even notice that. I didn't either. Yeah.
0: I was so confused and I had to rewind it. And I was like, nope, that's what I heard. That's mm-hmm. what he said. It
1: that's what mistake. he said. And they did say in the scene before 15 days. They were very mm-hmm. specific about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are right. Mm. Half a month. Not mm. a few days. Not a few days. Mm. Yeah.
0: Continuity. Continuity.
1: Continuity.
2: Guys. We got a lot going on on this set. Yeah. (sighs) But regardless, John Mayer tells Richie Rich Grunge Princess was there. She was fiddling with the Alice in Wonderland book. So Richie Rich takes out the Alice in Wonderland book, finds a folded up picture with a poem about it, a a poem on it about the Little Mermaid. I think the end of the Little Mermaid, right? When she disappears into bubbles. Yep. Yeah, but it's like extremely dark. Yeah, it almost it almost sounded like suicide to me.
1: Yeah, and but what I couldn't tell is like it kind of looked like maybe Grunge had handwritten Mm. this this portion onto like a printout or something like that because it kind of looked like the same handwriting that was on her map that she had made Mm. of
2: Richie and John Mayer's compound. It's definitely a note to him. Yeah, and extremely dark.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was like she's she finally decides to be the little mermaid and disappear from mm-hmm. his life. Yeah.
2: So this affects him greatly. Uh he gets some tear-stick action too. <laughs> um meanwhile, he also sends a bouquet of flowers to Italy mom saying he loves her, which is nice. And then he ends up at John Mayer's place. He's acting very weird giving him gifts, uh like stuff that John Mayer wanted that Richie Rich had, he gives them away. And um he says as they're sleeping, he confesses that he knows John Mayer always let him win. And he's grateful for that.
1: Mm-hmm. This is a nice, so, y-
0: y- sad y- moment. Did you, did you guys notice? They went method on this scene.
2: What happened? I did. These
0: guys were actually drinking. Their faces, their neck, their eyes were actually red from the alcohol. Really?
2: And yes. did you know that makeup lady did not have money for blush so she did, <laughs> did she could not, not <laughs> put that on
0: nor is there any kind of thing that i'm aware of where you can like make your eyes red unless you just like oh. i don't know put some ir- some stuff to irritate your eyes on purpose these guys are actually they must have had those like there's like five beers on the on the table yeah cool like, yeah they they probably drank yeah, it yeah
1: fun have some fun Why love not? that love that for oh. you all
0: additionally to further my point, Richie Rich's voice changes tenor, which happens when you drink. <gasps> you know, his voice kind of drops down into like a because my I, mine does the same thing when I drink. Oh, yeah. it kind of like drops down in a half octave or something.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I, yeah, yeah. I need to rewatch that. I won't rewatch it, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I
1: also I'm I'm curious also if if my voice changes when I drink.
2: Yeah, maybe next time we'll drink a little bit before we record and we'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's Ooh, a fun experiment. Mm. We can method act too, okay? Yeah. Sure, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> It's not that hard. <laughs> what, like it's hard? Yeah. Mm.
2: Well, okay, and then Kim, this is what I was thinking of when you were talking about Hottie on set. Because uh-huh. Hottie shows up to Grunge Princess's ho- uh, hospital room with footage she had shot earlier, like trying to revive her, which is very sweet. I love it. And then it. he begs her to wake up and says, if she wakes up, he will let her go to Richie Rich, which yeah. I wonder then if he's not the director of the school anymore, but he's like getting on sets with her because he's like trying to be around her, you know? So he's oh. like pigeonholing himself into those set places. I don't know. But anyway, I like that he was being so sweet to her, but I was also like, not your choice, dude. If she wants to go to Richie Rich, just let, you know, that's not, <laughs> that's not up to you.
1: Yeah, definitely not <laughs> yeah. up to you. Though I did think it was really nice. He was showing her the footage. Yeah, um, that was that was nice.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. To I guess I'll buy that. He's on set for Dark Blood because he speaks English so naturally well.
2: But they would have had a translator. It's fine. Yeah, and you can't like you, you can't just Kathy's like bring random yeah.
1: people to set. Like you have to get all yeah. of your guests approved. Yeah I just
2: I mean Because Ryan Jackson has a translator Because if he's shooting in Korea right. Oh, that's Princess, right? That's right you're right She's not on set the whole time You know so he, you can't expect Hottie to be there the, It yeah. doesn't make sense That's why
1: I think that Hottie is still like The I mean he pro- I think he's The impression I'm under is that he's the owner Of the stunt school so I guess mm-hmm. he would still Remain the owner of the stunt school and maybe just mm-hmm. Sunbase taking on more responsibility I don't know that makes well,
0: sense. you know what? If you think about it, uh, Hadi helped Grunge with the like the English portion of her audition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you cheat on a test, you still need the person who's helping you to, conti- to you know, to succeed in that environment. Like, it's not like Grunge can just pick up the English uh, just from there. He needs to get coached from Hadi, maybe in secret. Maybe the maybe Ryan Johnson has no idea that Grunge doesn't speak a lick of English. Mm. You know. Or her English isn't as uh, good as uh, she made it out to be in the audition tape. We're
2: given, we're given give Gosh, we're given more slack when we're doing so her. much
1: work. <laughs> yeah.
2: So meanwhile, Richie Rich is writing this like epic love letter to Grunge Princess that ultimately says they'll be together in their his imagination. Yeah. Then he goes to the hospital. Removes Grand Princess from the hospital. Can't be good for her. She's probably on life support if she's brain dead. There was an Again, IV
0: bag next to her. There's
1: an IV bag next- Oh, I'm <laughs> peeking. My audience is peeking. It's making uh, a it. picket. It. It's making a red light. I never noticed that before. Um <laughs> uh, she's ostensibly brain dead. Uh she does not he all he does is he unclips the pulse monitor from her finger. He doesn't rip out an IV. There's an IV bag next to her, but there's nothing. Uh, I was going to say plugged in. There's nothing in in like she doesn't have an IV in her. She doesn't have any sort of like a- apparatus to help her breathe. Like there's nothing connected to her except for this like flimsy finger uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, pulse thing. And he rips that off and
2: then he picks her up. What? And the, is there no security there? Because yeah. Because he just like walks her out. He has her in his car. He drives her to the scenic place and tells her, instructs her. She's still in a coma, but he's instructing her not to fall in love with any other men. He tells her that he loves her. And I'm like, holy shit. He's prepping for a switch. I think he's like ready to like for Grunge's body to die and then to switch. So Grunge will just forever live in his soul. But <gasps> anyway, oh. he drives Ooh. towards rain clouds. So he's prepping for a switch. Yes, right? well, I,
1: I picked up on that when he was writing down that it w- that he found somewhere where it was going to rain. I was like, he's going to try to switch that. Yeah. But what mm-hmm. you said just makes sense that he thinks that, oh, it's been 15 days. Like they said that she's not responsive anymore. If her body is going to die, then I want to be in the body. That makes sense why he's giving away his stuff, why he sent that those flowers to his mom. Like I just assumed that was like, Oh hey, I'm gonna go live in Grunge's body for a while when she's, you know, recovering in the hospital, so she can like live out here for a while. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it would.
2: Se- yeah,
1: it makes sense what you said. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, <laughs> Kathy's version is a lot more dramatic. I was, I was with you, Kim. I was like, uh, well, why is he all upset? If so, what you go into the rainstorm, next rainstorm, you switch back and just take turns living.
2: <laughs> Which hypothetically he could still do, but. He by taking her out. Oh, because I guess they both do have to be in the same range. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess <laughs> I don't know.
1: Well, but I also like wonder because I I wonder like how much a person's consciousness has to do with the switch, right? Like because they're both always awake when it happens. So are they going to be able to switch if Grunge is not uh conscious right now?
2: Well. The first time they switched, they were asleep, though, right? Oh
1: duh, oh duh, yeah, they were mm, at the that's um, because they were at the Korean spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. Right, you're so right.
0: Huh.
2: We'll see. Uh, we'll another see. question I
0: have is then, um, well, you know, of course we still have questions. We hear the voiceover of Grunge's dad, mm-hmm. like you know, mm-hmm. he and. In a previous episode, he was talking as if somehow he had foreseen the future and therefore concocted some sort of strange magical plan to have them body switch whenever it rains. Like that was his attempt to protect his daughter uh, from this like horrible accident, which seemed to have not worked out because she still got into this accident.
1: Mm -hmm. Wait, he did that before he passed? Or after he we, was a witch.
0: Well, that's, that's what's unclear. It's like... <laughs> I guess in the afterlife, you have omniscience. And so you can see the future. And therefore, he saw what was going to happen in Grunge's future. That's why he had created this like magic potion that makes her and Richie Rich uh, body switch. Um. I and mean, that's how I have it so far in my mind.
1: That's interesting.
0: Um. But yeah, n- no... No real explanation yet as to what the mechanics or physics are of or the rules are for uh grunge's dad. Yeah. Like how does how does he yeah. operate in all this? You know?
1: Right. My question is what happened to the guy that hit Grunge Princess? Did he say, has to like... be
2: dead. Right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh
2: no. <laughs> <Ryan? laughs> totally right, forgot about that guy. He he's got he, to do a head-on c- collision like that. Yeah, that. Makes
0: I sense. mean, they have to keep him alive so that they can just sue him, or I don't know.
2: I wasn't ready to. They let totally him glossed get that away. over. You're right.
0: They t- it's been two Scott weeks. Free. They totally glossed that over. Yeah.
2: They also uh, glossed yeah. over. Is Richie the CEO? <laughs> like, What?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Yes. Is he? We don't Does know. Does he have his job? And more importantly, does Secretary Kim still have his job?
2: Yeah. And most importantly, where's Rock Pockets?
1: And where is Rock Pockets? And where is Champagne Frank? Champagne, Champagne Frank! Frank!
2: <laughs> yes! I where mean, are goddamn. you? Golf
0: I wanna bro? know. I wanna know. So bad. Uh, oh man. So that was episode 17, huh?
1: Ooh Oi, oye, oi! Dad, you were right. It was a doozy. My dad listened to the podcast. He was Mr. Like, Cooper's
2: always right. He
1: was like, What episode are you on? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. We're gonna record 17. And he was like, Oh, I'm ahead. Like, it's he was like, It's it's he, wild. He,
0: he couldn't wait. He's like, he I gotta just wait. go ahead and yeah. watch what happens next.
1: <laughs> yeah. He refers to this as a movie, and he's right, Dad, you're right. It is a movie. It is, it's a again, 20 hours long movie.
2: Mr. is always long right. Movie.
0: Hmm. Oh man. I wonder how he's uh enjoying this. I guess he is. Mm-hmm. I, I I assume.
1: Yeah. It's I it's think a he roller
0: coaster is. ride. It doesn't always make sense.
1: Mm-mm. It mostly least... doesn't make sense. Yeah. I would say because we're done giving <laughs> yeah. them slack. So I mean, I would mm-hmm. just say it mostly doesn't make sense.
2: I think that's fair. Oh, man. To to
0: anyone who's watching this or, or this as their first Korean drama. I have to say, I don't know why you're doing that, first of all.
1: Yeah, Kathy, but... why are you? Yeah, Kim.
0: <laughs> you guys are just because... signing up for punishment. <laughs> yeah. But thank I goodness.
1: Like, I feel like this is not a great first
0: not a good first impression to
1: watch. No.
0: Um, <laughs> or, I mean, if you want to stick with it and watch the more contemporary ones, like on Netflix, there's the It's Okay to Not Be Okay one. Great. So slick, so fun. Just the way they, even everything from like the transitions, the the dialogue, everything, the title, even.
2: Steve, we cannot change this far into it. I'm so sorry. We can't. No, (laughs) No, I I already given
0: all the slack I.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's a fair point. We are out of slack, so should we just start over? We'll just scrap these 17 episodes. Everyone, scrub your mind, and we'll just start over with the new drama.
0: (laughs) Oh my god! But you know, yeah. Korean dramas have come a long way, I mm-hmm. have to say. Oh, man. <sighs> well, there's three episodes left, 18, 19, and 20, right? Yeah. We might as well finish it.
2: We might as well.
1: We might as, we might as well. already watched 17 hours of mm-hmm. this movie, so.
0: Yeah. And if you've been listening so far, you might as well <laughs> stick with us. There's, you have no choice anymore. hmm <laughs> But thanks, anyways. <laughs> well, uh, unless you guys have any anything else to add, no. Then nope. signing out. This is Steve.
2: This is Kathy. This is Kim.
0: All right. Bye. Next time. Thanks for listening to the Korean drama podcast. Our producer is Marvin Yue, and our executive producers are Will Choi, Bill Yu, and Joanna Lee.
2: Follow the Korean Drama Podcast on Twitter at KoreanDramaPod. And if you haven't, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. The Korean Drama Podcast is part of the Potluck Podcast Collective,
1: a collective of Asian-American hosted podcasts featuring unique voices and stories from the Asian diaspora. Learn more about Potluck and our fellow Potluck podcasts at PodcastPotluck.com.
0: A play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at AsianAmericana.com or on your podcast
2: app.